Pixels Inc., the official podcast of CG Magazine, where we take a critical eye to co- gaming, comics, tech, and media. I'm your host today, Chris DeHoog, and I'm joined by our editor-in-chief, Brendan Fry. Hello there. Dana Eileen. Hey! And Kari Taylor. Yo! How's everybody doing today? Questionable. Questionable. Apparently, everybody's dead silent. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I guess we're that fine. Was, that was good. a loaded reaction. That's all. Yep, it was, definitely was. <laughs> I'm yeah. Oompa Loompa Orange today. I really mm. do need to buy a new ring light. <laughs> you said it was questionable, and it didn't present a question, so I was on edge of my seat. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, just crazy. It's fine. It's questionable times we live in. Um, but yeah, to jump off, jump off, uh, run in today, uh, Brendan and Dana, you guys just got back from a little trip there. We what did we like did, yeah. moments ago, mm. moments, my bags are halfway strewn across my house. So it's fine. That's a, mm-hmm. that's, that's part of the process. So what were you guys checking out? Brendan, are you going to jump in? You on can this? go first. Oh, it's I'll me. Yeah, you first. <laughs> I got swindled into this, mm-hmm. thrown under the bus. Uh, we went to a Sonos uh, launch event in New York City. Oh. Yes, yes. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, they were announcing a few new things. Uh, first off was the Sonos Ray soundbar. Mm-hmm. It is their most affordable, most compact soundbar to date. It is we. It's not this we, but I can't show you how we on this tiny screen. <laughs> it's like a me and Kari. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's both of us. Um, it's really nice. It comes in black and white. It looks like Sonos is trying to bring a younger crowd, a more reasonably priced crowd. Um, how much was it? I think it was it was two seventy nine American, which I yeah. think translates to about three forty. Three forty nine. Yeah. Oh, look at you guys knowing things. I wrote it, but I don't know it. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's it's definitely the most affordable in their price range and it's a good way to jump into the sonos ecosystem which isn't easy because i don't know brendan you've got the arc right i'm currently uh, i review, just reviewed the arc and it is not a cheap device to jump into no how is the arc i mean i love the arc i find it is a well engineered device that takes a massive amount of space it's almost the same length as a 65 inch TV. Oh. Don't you yes, wish webcams it's... were portable? You could take us on a tour. Yeah. I'm not gonna <laughs> um, oh, we all needed to drop hydration. Yeah. It's been a day. Um, yeah. So I, I really do love the arc. I think they did a really good job delivering a, a fully featured soundbar that does integrate with all the Sonos devices you might already have. It also uh, gives you Dolby, Dolby Atmos. You have that full height that you wouldn't normally get with most soundbars. It um, sounds really crisp. It has a great uh, dynamic range where you can fear all the different levels, the mids, the lows, the highs. And it's great at bringing movies and like action games and things like that to life. So it does have all the nuance of sound that makes it feel like you're in that uh, universe. So I really do love how the arc is... Uh, it feels like it is the price you're paying for. You're getting a lot of That's good. audio impact for the price. <laughs> now, you got to listen to the Ray. How does it yeah. sound in comparison? I mean, that's not fair. Um, the Ray is <laughs> like one third the price. Um, 
Well, and I'm assuming the acoustics of the room you saw it in would be quite well, different. Like, yeah, yeah, that's the problem. You're seeing um, Sonos Ray in a room they've set up to be as perfect as they physically could make it for this demo. Uh, my house isn't the perfect setup for the Sonos Arc, so it's not really a fair comparison. But even In which honest, direction, though? Because the first time you're like, well, it's not fair because that one's way more expensive. Now think, it's not fair because it's not in the better best room. That goes both ways. Yeah, I think the Arc is a good soundbar. I don't think uh, if you're looking like, oh, I want the Arc or the Ray, that's not a comparison. Like The, the Arc is a significantly more feature-rich soundbar. It has HDMI, EH, EARC uh, e support, HDMI, Dolby Atmos, much more tweeters, uh, mids, and woofers within the soundbar itself. The um, Ray, you're working with three arrays of uh, three different arrays of audio or three different arrays of speakers within the soundbar itself. So it's not going to give you near the complexity of sound that you'd get out of either the beam or the arc. Will it be good enough? For most people, yes. If you're in a big open room, the arc's going to give a much better sound. Hmm. For sure. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, They so they had that. They also um, brought out new colors for the Sonos Roam. Uh, that is a little wee guy. Just wee. Um, Brendan also reviewed that around when I started at CGM, actually. Um, yeah. So last year. And it's right now uh, only came in black and white. But as of yesterday, they have released, oh gosh, I'm going to remember the, remember the names here, Olive, Wave, and Sunsets. So yeah. a blue, a green, and a orangey pink. Um, it was really cool. We got to see them set up in like little environments. There was a desert area with a big swing set that the uh, sunset one was set up in mm -hmm. there was a waterfall for the wave and like a lo little forest area for the olive um they're they're cute it's like they're trying to bring a little life into audio gear make it a little bit more mm -hmm. exciting a little more colorful again a bit of a younger flair i think um mm -hmm. And then along with that, they are developing a new or have developed a new voice assistant, uh, Sonos, Sonos voice controls, but voice yeah, assistant. So, Sonos voice control is what it's called. Yeah. Um, and that is voiced by a name I'm going to butcher. Giancarlo. Uh, is it Gian or John? Giancarlo. Okay, sure. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. However John you guys. It sounds like he's saying yeah. that. <laughs> yes. Um, so that's a choice. That mm -hmm. has been made by yes. people. Um, I mean, big name, but oh. very big name, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's that's happening. <laughs> big villain name too, like yeah, <laughs> the hot villain actor in Hollywood or now. So that's, that's like. Hmm, that's well, and a... I thought maybe like bringing in a a well known name, like he's mm. Far Cry Six, Mandalorian. Breaking Bad, all that jazz. In yeah. my head, I was like, oh, that'll bring in like the younger crowd too. But then I was thinking like shows like Breaking Bad and The Mandalorian, though like they're popular with everybody, right? Like, yeah. Those are shows that even like my mom is super into. So yeah. <laughs> I guess it's a little bit of both. I'm not sure. <laughs> and what else was there? Oh, yes. Oh, where's my sweet fanny pack? Oh, right. This I got to get my pack. lovely assistant. Yes, I said fanny pack and sweet mm. in the same sentence. Dun, dun, I mean, that's a choice. It's fine. You're, you're a 90s kid. It's fine. It's fine. This is my sweet fanny pack. Mm -hmm. Look at all that detail. Double zippered. 
it a uh, triple triple zippered noise. This yeah, is specially designed with Rome in mind. It will carry your Sonos Rome perfectly. See, so the Rome is indeed we. This like narrow camera is not doing it for me, guys. Okay. Um, this was actually um a part of their promotion with Lord the. Artist. I don't know if you gentlemen are aware of Lord. Um, I might have heard of her. You might At have. Least once. <laughs> you might have. Uh, so this is designer made. Is she royalty? Uh, she is, I hear. Yeah, yeah. She's going to be royal, yeah. I mean. She's going to be royal. <laughs> yes. So um, this is specially designed uh, with Lord. Oh, God. I'm going to ruin the other one. Sonos and Eco something. I'm really bad at this. I should have done my research. Yeah, I mean, come on. On the article, almost I wrote. as if you were traveling today. Yeah, my brain. I wasn't just unpacking three minutes ago and jumped on here for <laughs> for funsies. Mm -hmm. Um, it's really cool. You can uh, join um, a contest for it on Sonos Radio on Instagram at Sonos Radio. Um, what else? Uh, the reason Lord is involved is because she is getting her own. Um, personally curated station on Sonos oh, Radio called Solar System. Mm -hmm. um, so it's we got to listen to a few songs on the on the station and it's it's out there. It's everything. It's like 70s, it's hip hop, mm -hmm. it's it's all over the place. So again, I think it fits in with that like finding a younger audience, finding a broader audience. Um, it, it was good. And we had a lot of pretty pink drinks. So there's that. There's even a little message. Yes. I don't think anybody will be able to read it because it'll probably all be backwards. There's a little. Oh, no. Uh -huh. There. For anybody? Mm -hmm. You are here. Find something exceptional in every exploration. It's I all will. in the solar system. So, yeah, this is okay. this is neat little piece of swag. Wait, wait, wait. By everybody world. That's what I was missing. It's <laughs> Anyway, it's uh, kind of uh, uh, aspirational it. for a speaker system. Yes. <laughs> I don't have a room to carry it in, but Brand Brand what's your name? Brandon? Brendan. Brendan. Who are you? <laughs> have you met? I didn't just spend five days with you. I don't who who's that guy? <laughs> I don't understand. He's all too so, new. Do you see the Rome giving your your favorite JBL speaker a run for its money? Because you were like obsessed with your little JBL. Mm -hmm. Have you guys seen my JBL speaker? Have I think you seen so. it? I think so. I've seen it. I've definitely seen that. Like nothing. I think I've seen it in stores since or something. Yeah. Nothing's gonna beat my JBL speaker. Um, I I did actually haven't played around with the Rome a whole lot. It was there, but most of the sound system for the space was coming from much bigger speakers. Okay. Uh, all from Sonos speakers though, which Brendan also has in his living room. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, the pulse was good because it does so many cool things. I'm sure it's a completely different kind of audio quality. Mm -hmm. It's like party all audio quality. So. Uh, yeah, I don't think we can compare the two, unfortunately. Yeah, it's the a pulse different... speaker is also like double the price. <laughs> is it really? I think it was like four hundred bucks, if I'm not mistaken. No. Oh. Oh, four. Look at me. Oh no, three hundred. Sorry. Okay. So yes, double the price. <laughs> all right, that's yes. all I got. What else do we do? Oh, and we played tourist because I yeah. made him, made him do it. Well, why not, right? <laughs> when are all these things coming out? Um, the Rome is already available. Uh, mm -hmm. Same with uh, Lord's solar station, solar system station. Um, the uh, voice assistant is coming to the U.S. on June seventh. Mm -hmm. 
France later in the year and the rest of the world we don't know. And then the what's the last one? Uh, the soundbar yeah. that is available on June first. Yeah. Very nice. That's all Welcome. I got for that. Glad you guys had a nice trip there. It was fun. Nature is healing, I guess. Eh? Came Slowly. back to a boiling heart car. Ugh, did not like that. <laughs> it was not a good time. We it was much yeah. much hotter here than it was there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, conversation dead. Yeah. yeah well. Uh... <laughs> Speaking of uh, people who might be dead. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's. That's cold, dude. That's cold. Um, yeah. It's a segue. It's a segue. It's, it was good. Those nailed it. Perfect. Because it could, it could work on a couple level, a couple levels there. Uh, so yeah, one thing that happened this week, there was an, uh, a product listing for a Mass Effect lithograph on the BioRare Gear Store. Very kind of routine stuff. It's the same image they released for N7 Day last year. They're selling as a as a lithograph now. Unfortunately, the, where the controversy comes in is that uh, the original synopsis for the item read, uh, the show goes on, Shepard's final quest may have ended the threat of the Reapers, but a great cost, including Earth itself. While Shepard and the survivors are left to pick up the pieces, fans are left wondering what's next. So this sparked speculation uh, that this would be confirming that uh, Shepard would be back for the next Mass Effect game, which right. could be very different from the ending most people got. So uh, the description was quickly changed, but uh, the damage was done. <laughs> um, a lot of people were like very, like either very happy about the news because happy that their shepherd would be back, or yeah. also very angry based on the ending of the game, which I don't want right. to spoil too much. But uh, chances are things didn't look good for Shepard. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so yeah, what I kind of wanted to kind of just discuss was like you know the nature of like of 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 decisions like this in, in, in games that put so much weight into mm -hmm. player choice. Um, something I've been thinking about recently, like playing through the Mass Effect uh, trilogy again recently, and um, just like the nature of like how your choices in one game are supposed to carry over, right? And they do for the most part. But at the same time, you know, they also clearly designed certain things around accommodating mm. certain decisions, right? So like, because you can potentially lose teammates in one game. You might not be, you, you might not have them playable in the next game. Uh, Mass Effect Three famously like has a lot of different characters, and all the ones you had before can't join your party. Right. Um, so yeah, I just what <laughs> now that I've thrown all this at you. Like, what do you guys kind of think about? Uh, I like things Shepard. like this. Like, like, is it worth? Is it worth it for companies to kind of like set down like a canon? option for like thing for things like this especially so far removed from the original games or well what do you I mean like useful. you you play shepherd in the first mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. does this mean like just as a person walking by or are you playing shepherd again or like is it flashbacks is it what right well based on this it's hard to say because it all says that mm -hmm. shepherd and the survivors like, that was what the original mm -hmm. description said so that suggests at least that they are alive which is like I said again, like you have to have a very, very good outcome in Mass Effect right. Three for that to, to be the case. Um, and in some cases, in some cases, it's like very specific fate mm -hmm. for them, like mm -hmm. depending on your choices, because there's at least three different choices you could make. Um, so yeah. the the kind of argument that I saw was like, you know, why even why even let us make these choices in the first place if you're just going to come along and pave over it ten years later, right? Yeah, that's rough. But then that comes into the games that let you import your saves and, and 
like I've had a few games that I jumped into that I never had a previous save or a few that mm. I jumped into and they let you pick which ending you chose. I think Dragon Age does that, one of them. In the conversation at the beginning, you're like, oh, remember when this happened? And that's mm -hmm. how it chooses what path you're on, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Mass Effect did that too, I believe, for the second and third game. Yeah, but it's... Yeah, because you could potentially lose Shepard earlier than, <laughs> than the third mm -hmm. game, so you come into right. the third game with an entirely different protagonist. Well, or so yeah. I've been told. I haven't done it myself. Yeah. How did you even do that? Yeah, I don't know about that one. But, I don't know. I don't know the logistics, but like, yeah, like, because Shepard can have there's, there can be a very bad outcome in the second game. Really? That basically huh. sees everybody wiped out. Yeah. So basically, I'm restarting uh, Mass Effect and just messing stuff up. That's I'm it. not sure All who will you play as again. Like I said, because I haven't, I've always carried over. But <laughs> um, um, interesting. Right. Well, yeah. um, I'm I'm hoping that this isn't throwing like. Uh, like a like a bucket of ice water on all this but from, from what i understand they 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 actually i'm not sure exactly who i gotta i guess mm -hmm. i'll have to check the story but i believe that they've updated that so that they've updated the story and that um apparently they've what we know now is that 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 reference to shepherd in that tweet was was a quote-unquote mistake is what they're oh. saying so well, yeah. so in actual fact they did not mean to imply that shepherd that shepherd is might be might actually be alive that it was actually a mistake however it, they're not exactly they're not outright denying that 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 isn't a possibility either they're just addressing the actual mm. tweet and saying the tweet was a mistake so yeah. it could be that they're of course that they're doing of course he's alive he or she or is alive mm -hmm. but like shepherd is alive but they're not admitting it right now and they just don't want and they you know, like take the heat off of that, or or it could be that yeah, maybe it's a completely different character. It was all a dream. Yeah, right. <laughs> if that happens, yeah. I'll riot. Now I haven't played the Mass Effect games in about five years. I think was the last time I touched mm -hmm. them. So again, we know my memory. I don't remember crap about what happens. I also don't read yeah. a lot of stuff when I play video games. I just want to get to the pew pewing. <laughs> um, good fair that's fair and and the falling in love with people thing that's my jam too yeah. <laughs> but uh i don't i don't know that i care that they let you kind of restart and change how the game happens mm. but i think that they should keep the option of the different choices if you're going to make a game with choices you yeah. should carry on with the choices because really yeah. what's what's the point or change the timeline go back in the past Go right. to how Shepard got started at the very beginning, like when she was 12. I don't know. Or I guess Shepard was a he for most of you, probably. Uh, <laughs> options. options. Canonically, Bioware wanted it to be female, but uh, he really? wanted the cover guy to be, to, to be male. So, yeah. yeah she's yeah. BA. So. Uh, Hale, I mean, no disrespect to Mark Mirror, but Jennifer Hill is like an amazing performance mm -hmm. in that game. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's just a matter of, like, I think if you're going to start with options, keep options. Because you fall in love with something, you set yourself on a certain path. Chris, you said you you haven't done it some of the other ways because you like to carry on, right? It's, like, how do you feel yeah. about just starting over and being like, oh, I guess the last four games didn't count three, four. Well, I mean, three, like, four, given given the nature of, like, like I said, most most time for the outcome of Mass Effect 3, Shepard is not in a position to be playable yeah. anymore um yeah. unless you have a very good score yeah the, i still they... haven't finished my coffee don't ruin it for me no. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> 
Hey, spoilers, you don't know what's uh, coming. You don't yeah. know. It's a bleak game if you get anywhere into it. <laughs> yeah. Halfway through, yeah. was like, this is not going to end well for me. But um, yeah. yeah, no, it's everyone's uh, going to cry. Mm-hmm. That being said, like, I mean, like, technically, like, the best ending you can get gives you some hope, right? So, I mean, yeah. like, the writing, like, it's there if they want to slip this yeah. option in. Yeah. You only but... get to play the happy game if you didn't screw up in your last game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, like, maybe it's going to retcon that a little bit. But, like, mm. I mean, like, the outcome I got the first time through, it would not transition well to another game but mm-hmm. that being said i'm not 100 sure this is actually any indication like you know it's, it's easy for someone to have write shepherd into the copy but it doesn't mean it's actually something that they're doing internally um because yeah. with andromeda like, like that's like baby shepherd galaxy yeah baby shepherd or brother shepherd mama I don't shepherd know, i don't know if anyone else has thought of this but i i honestly don't see why they wouldn't just start with a totally new character, but mm-hmm. but connect that character into the plot, like into the plot through wrapping up the de- wrapping up things with Shepard, like bringing closure on Shepard's story. I mean, the Shepard story did get closure, but I mean, the fact that we're even talking about the potential of Shepard being still like possibly coming back means that obviously it's not a complete clear cut. Mm-hmm. You know, she she Shepard's dead or not. So I'm thinking. I was thinking like like the the like Shepard's replacement or the new Shepard would be a character that comes in and is assigned with having to close, have, having to close the close the books on, on 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 Shepard. Maybe find the body because I mean that's what that trailer seemed to suggest that 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 his friends are searching, you know, for some in some hope that that Shepard might still be alive. So I don't see why that character couldn't that new character couldn't be brought in and onboarded through that that process of closure but then and then and then but then of course yeah. things change and that character now becomes embroiled in something else and and, we, and now we're following their story yeah. i don't really i'm not really affected by it either way like whether shepherd is has perished or not as long as it makes sense from a narrative point of view where they're driving the story um the next chapter of the story right yeah absolutely yeah no but like as so long as it all makes sense i think that's the biggest thing right like it, yeah. you can do whatever you want like go as far as you as you want to go with it but mm-hmm. connect it um so, like yeah. and that, like again andromeda sad. kind of did that yeah. later on in the game and a lot of people i think didn't necessarily get the optional dialogues and stuff that would connect the games together mm-hmm. so people were disappointed with andromeda for many reasons but one of them being that they thought it was too separate so yeah um one other kind of game I wanted to mention this too is like Fable, because mm-hmm. that's kind of what came to mind for me. Like I remember, like I, I love the original Fable, but when it came to the second game, it felt like nothing that I did. In yeah, there was definitely a lot. Matter. There, there was definitely a lot of kind of lost potential between games. That there was a lot of promise that it would be there, and then it just never really kind of materialized when you got the game. Yeah, absolutely. Like you go on this huge quest, and you become the most important person in the world, and then it just jumps, mm-hmm. and nothing mattered ever. <laughs> so, whoops! Um, it's just a lesson uh, in life. What you do never matters. The moral of the story is never try. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Joe in the, in the comments who loves Fable, and uh, I agree. Knights of the Old Republic does top it all, though. <laughs> it do. It's the best, it do. Uh, best carry through. <laughs> It yeah. do now that all that being said though, do you want Shepard to come back or no? Despite how you actually feel about it, once we dissect it, mm-hmm. do you want Shepard back? To come back to what Kari said, 
if it's done well. Like, it, like, I don't have I don't I, the end of Mass Effect three wasn't really important if he died or not. Like there were some endings that he kind of might have survived or he might not have. Mm -hmm. But also the fact that Shepard himself or Shepard herself, whatever he might be, I don't think that character matters if they're there or not. It's it's the kind of the it's the character you built. That character was your character. Mm -hmm. So if they make an entirely new game and they give you a chance to build something similar and have it carry through subsequent games it being Shepard or not Shepard will still not matter to the connection you have with whoever you built yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah. and uh like I, I let, let me put it this way I'd rather have him playable in or back in Mass Effect 4 than have the Netflix series or whatever series or where like wherever the Mass Effect series is going to happen mm -hmm. to have Shepard appear in that that would be a bigger slap in the face of like fans, I think, because uh, there's speculation that Henry Cavill, because he, he's attached for the Mass Effect series, there's speculation mm -hmm. that he might be playing Shepard, which oh, no. is a much bigger fire, right? If it's like yeah. trying to retell the games with a one canon Shepard, I think that's going to make more people mad. I agree. Mm. Yeah. Are you, you, you've discussed it. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I think, I honestly would prefer if, that if, if Shepard is dead, if Shepard is supposed to be dead, I prefer that Shepard stays dead simply because I think that the impact that Shepard had on that universe will be there whether Shepard is there or not. So, and why not? Why would we want to? burden like add the, throw all this baggage on a brand like you know on a whole new uh on a whole new uh well i guess you'd say on the next three or mm -hmm. so uh chapters where they have to sit there and think about all these different possibilities that were that are still just these vestiges of the previous games i don't think it's a good idea i think it's better for them to just start with a new character and start fresh i mean they can connect it to 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 shepherd they're going to have to connect it to Shepard somehow, but I don't think that they should bring Shepard forward and not for another three, another three, uh, another three games. I think that would be a mistake. It would certainly be easier. Yeah, you're right. Like, yeah, the... it'd be easier as well, right? Cut ties, yeah, altogether. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Well, hopefully, we'll find out more about that because they've been teasing this for a while, and I need more information. So we'll find out soon, I'm sure. <laughs> All in good time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um so speaking of time actually kari you wanted to talk a little bit about uh, your recent game pass discoveries yeah yeah okay um so i don't you probably will remember uh back when xbox was really ramping up the game pass mm -hmm. really ramping up on game pass mm -hmm. and um they they had an offer where you could join uh you could, if you had like xbox live gold Right. Let's say you had two years of Xbox Live Gold, or a maximum up to a maximum of three years of Xbox Live Gold, mm -hmm. which is the maximum you can have. Still the case now. Um, right. Um, that if you have that, and let's say you wanted to try out Game Pass, you could upgrade that entire, your entire subscription, the entire mm -hmm. three years, uh, to a game, a Game Pass Ultimate, which is the top mm -hmm. tier of Game Pass, for only one dollar. Right. Bad. So that prompted a lot of people to go out stack their their xbox uh, live gold accounts 
as much as they could, like up up to the the the, the cap of three years, and then do and do the deal to to convert um, convert that to uh, to uh, Game Pass Ultimate. And let me tell you, it's very it's that's a big difference in price. So you're talking <laughs> about major savings there. Well, it basically that deal, technically speaking, is still available. So even now. Like or basically, I decided to put it to the test because I'd heard that it was that it was still um, it was still viable, right. and I have been reading most recently my my uh, my Game Pass subscription um, expired or the 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 the, the, the paid subscription the, mm-hmm. the, the the stacked months that I had had expired, and I was going month to month, and at month to month it's like twenty bucks a month literally. Oh, it was getting yeah, so it was a little bit expensive for me, and I thought, mm-hmm. look, is there a way that I can possibly cut my costs because I have a lot of other expenses to worry about. This is one thing I don't want mm-hmm. uh, to be worrying about. So I did, a, did some research and apparently you can still um, take advantage of this deal even if you were if you were a previous Xbox uh, Game Pass member. So I decided why don't I, instead of letting my, uh, my, uh, my monthly charge roll over, why don't I end my account, I'll go out and I'll buy some Xbox Live cards about uh i bought basically about i guess it cost me about 200 227 dollars right to uh to get the three years right okay. of xbox live and then convert it over right because mm-hmm. that's a huge saving and um i i did try it mm-hmm. and i have some i i consider this a psa so <laughs> the trick works it does work however if you are an, if you were a previous Xbox Game Pass uh, member, okay. Microsoft servers remembered that, so they're not going to let you do it for one dollar. So you would have to buy like one month of uh, of uh, Xbox uh, of Xbox uh, Game Pass Ultimate in okay. order to convert your years. So like after you've stocked the Xbox Lives up to the maximum, and then you've mm-hmm. got one month left, you can actually convert over, which is which is still great. And if you have one of those little vouchers that's the, that give you like a month for free, you can use that to convert it over without paying anything. So, oh, okay. yeah. So it's actually, it actually works out quite well. I calculated that um, it cost me about two, like as I was saying, about 225, I'd say, or two, some, let's just say 250. Meanwhile, to, to basically, if you were to go month to month, on on xbox uh live uh it's not xbox live sorry xbox game pass ultimate you're talking about six hundred dollars over the course of three years month to month (laughs) so it's really like it's like why would you not do this so i did try it it still works as of as of a few days ago so if you've been sitting on the if you're an xbox uh gamer who's been sitting on the fence and you're trying to save money because things are expensive I, i can't really say don't try it you just have to make right. sure that you keep in mind you can only do three months you can only do three years a total of three years so okay. if you have nothing you can only do three years so you have to so you have to calculate how many months you can you only need to stack and then make sure to leave one month to do that to do the conversion over with the uh the xbox live game pass there's a lot good. of math here yeah <laughs> I, I know i i wouldn't worry about the math it, the, the bottom line is that you just you you basically pay for three for up to almost three years of xbox live gold and then you use the you use the the, the, the convert it all to mm. uh to game pass after you've after you've done it okay 
yeah, there's more details. I won't get into it. It's really more, but you know, yeah, it, my, math made my eyes cross. I'm out. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> so like, anyway, yeah. you lost me. <laughs> you lost me. Yeah. Well, that's fun. Well, it saves a lot of money. You know, it's worth trying if you if you if money's tight. Mm-hmm. For so. sure. And then if you have both systems, you can then invest in the upgraded tiers of PS Plus, which are going to be a big jump. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. I need subscriptions. Yeah. I need game passes. I need, mm-hmm. I've got, I wonder how much I spend in like subs and stuff now between streaming and games and like just being allowed to play like mm-hmm. subs to Fortnite and I don't know, whatever else we can yeah. <laughs> and then just how, how much value you end up getting out of Game Pass too. I wonder if for some people can't be. Yeah, I haven't used Game Pass in ages, but it's the same thing that ESO does. They have um, their ESO Plus that gives you, you get like a certain amount of their in-game currency each month when it rolls over. And they give you a crafting bag, which changes the world of that game. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm still paying for ESO Plus. I don't remember the last time I picked up that game, but if I turn it on to play it and I don't have that crafting bag, I can't pick anything up. I can't do anything because I, all my stuff is full and I have all these materials that I've been collecting with nowhere to put. Mm. They, I won't even play it without it. I won't, if I'm not signed up for ESO plus, mm-hmm. I won't turn the game on because I'll get angry. <laughs> But then you, get, you have months of stuff waiting for you then, basically, right? Yeah, like, pretty much. Yeah. I, I, I had a similar thing with that about a year or two ago when I was subscribed to Star Wars Old Republic, the MMO. Like, I signed up for the, for the membership for a couple months and didn't end up playing it very much. And I did go back in and I had like three months of currency built up. So it got the kind of splitters a little bit. But um, yeah, no, it's, it's kind of sickening if you add it all up really like how much we have to pay just to keep access to stuff like my 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 game pass is almost up and i'm just like i'm doing calculus of like do i need this again like i'm not well, really paying, playing hail of infinite that much so well i i mean this kind of ties into an upcoming news story so i won't like grow too much on it but i think the thing that you would consider if whether whether game pass is worth investing in for you investing in even at the the, the deal the discounted rate that i've that i've mentioned is whether you think you're going to be playing any of microsoft's major like first party titles and actually right. want to own and actually want to be able to, to play those games um since those ones are going to be automatically be be added right plus you've also got the the next year's um Mer- uh, sorry, the the acquisition, the Activision, oh, Activision yeah. Uh, yeah. acquisition to worry about. Where that means that perhaps all the major Call of Duty games are suddenly going to join. I've never played any of these games, or hardly played any of them. You know, I think I reviewed Advanced Warfare for uh, wow. CG probably years yeah. ago, but other than that, yeah, I haven't I haven't really played many of those played many of those games, and now I can now I can dive in and play all the I would maybe I'll be able to dive in and play all the Black Ops games, yeah. right? Or all the main or the or the 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 um the Modern Warfare games or so. And I, I'm even interested in playing that Infinite Warfare or, or I think that was it, the Infinite Warfare, the one with Kit Harrington and the the future in space. Yeah, I think, I think so. Yeah. yeah, I'd be interested in playing all that. If I, I mean, I wouldn't buy the game, but if it's part of Game Pass, I absolutely would. So I really think it all depends on what you plan, what you think you're going to be playing, right? Mm-hmm. If you think that you're going to be playing those games that you're thinking that you'll be playing add up to, well, 
if you're using the deal that I was talking about, like two hundred twenty-five dollars, mm -hmm. then it's worth having. If not, then then probably not, right? Yeah, it's the, like and and again within within those three years of Game Pass that you've now stocked up on, like it could be a very different service by the time that comes like around due again, right? Like Activision could like those contracts for exclusivity, uh, like or for access for, for PlayStation, those will expire by then, I believe. So like Call of Duty could be an exclusive oh, yeah. at that point. Yeah, um, yeah. You never know. You never know. What what throws me off though, like ultimately is that I know that I'm going to lose access to them one day. It's not like with play PS plus. It's like, you know, they get the games they give you each month are like gravy on top of everything else. Yeah. So if I was to lose access to those things, it's like, well, I, you know, whatever temporary loss of those for, if I go off PS plus for a while, isn't that big a deal. But like game pass is the structure of Xbox right now. So it's like, if you lose that, you lose most of your stuff. And like, if there's problems with the servers, you lose a lot of access. But that's the problem. Well. Even with some of the games you do yeah. own, when true when like the online games down. that is definitely uh yeah that is definitely yes. a factor. Yeah, yeah it's it's rough mm -hmm. um i like game pass a lot um especially now that i actually have storage with my uh xbox storage card but mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> so that's cool i can just jump into whatever i want whenever i want but there is going to come a time where i'm gonna be like oh man i really want to go play that game and i go to do it and it's gone that's but, yeah heartbreaking uh, i do see that but at the same time like I how I've always looked at it is that like I don't look at games on game on Game Pass as games that I own. Basically, if there's a game that I want to own, I purchase that game, right? And sometimes there'll be and there's usually sales often, right? That allow, that allow you to like to purchase to purchase that game. Like for example, all the Yakuza games, right? The ones that I didn't already own, right? When they went on sale, I purchased those games, right? So I, as far as as far as I know, at least I I, I own the I own the I own the more I own the 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 what do you call it the license the license to play it if you, you know right. digital games it's people always all debate over whether you really own a game digital game or not but yeah those games I've actually purchased well well games that are on Game Pass that I'm playing on Game Pass if I'm okay to not I I go in understanding like well they could take this away in a few weeks. So I may not, I may not be able to play it later, but then I, if that's the case, then maybe I should buy it, right? Mm -hmm. Like if I want to play Dragon Quest, which is on there right now, Dragon Quest 11, right now I can play that. I could, it, I mean, I can play it, but I don't know if I'm going to buy that game, you know. Yeah. But, right, that makes sense. It definitely yeah. gets me trying games that I normally wouldn't try, like that unpacking yeah. game. Mm -hmm. Like I wouldn't have bought that, Yeah. but I played it. It was cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was a lot of fun, but I never would have found that if I hadn't done that. So right, right. Hey, we did a hit. Yeah, so. I mean, like one the one big thing that I like again, like I mentioned, the one thing big thing that I'm kind of debating with is Halo Infinite because mm -hmm. I've been enjoying the multiplayer with that with friends yeah. a little bit. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I was like, okay, well, only one game I can buy Halo Infinite for the cost of the Game Pass. Can't right. play it online. <laughs> so they kind of got me there. Hey, kind of, uh, you got guts. Well, um, which, which part of Halo though are we talking about? The single player or the multiplayer? Uh, I I haven't even touched the single player actually because I was gonna play it co-op with a friend and then I realized right. at launch that it yeah yeah included. you can't do it yet right yeah um, so that's it's still that on par or on on schedule for August at this point which is again yeah. a delay because I'm pretty sure it will happen it will happen eventually right. but I'm kind of waiting for that to play with friends right because it's, it's right. very exactly social <laughs> single player event right, but yeah. um. 
Mm. Anyways, you kind of danced on this earlier, but one thing that you won't be playing on Game Pass this year, or two things you won't be playing on Uh, Game Pass this year, are Starfield mm. and Redfall. Yep. Uh, Bethesda today announced that they are both pushed out of November of this year and into 2023. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, early on in 2023, but, yeah, you know, still a delay. Um, Still another year. (laughs) Like another year we're seeing in that number pretty much yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. the kind of question is like what does this leave in terms of exclusives for game pass yeah um and how is it going to compete against nintendo and and sony who have a couple relatively big things coming this year my mm. question is how does star hope anyway need more time <laughs> yeah like how long has it been when was the first time it was announced oh 2017 uh, or 18 20, i think 2018 but i'm not sure like, really? Has it been that long? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah. It's probably really? been longer, so there's yeah. that. Okay. Like it's crazy. Yeah, E3 2018. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so like God. I feel okay. like in five years I'll be in a coffin. Like <laughs> I don't think it's actually coming. I think it's just messing with us. It's not okay. actually there. It's a oh. unicorn, it doesn't really exist, yeah. Yeah. It's if you don't see it, is it real? <laughs> uh, well, you haven't seen much of it, so it's like I'm um... not. I'm bummed because I mean Redfall. I'm not. I'm not that bummed about Redfall because we've barely seen anything of Redfall anyway. Mostly CG trailer right now, right? Yeah, it's a yeah. CG yeah. trailer mainly. Um, but I mean, Starfield's maybe just a little bit beyond that. Like, I mean, I guess it was kind of. It, it, we should have anticipated that there would be a delay yeah. given how little we've seen up until yeah. now. But we are kind of hoping that, you know, like uh, Todd Howard, not, is it? No, sorry. Which, Todd Howard. That's Todd Howard. Howard. I was hoping, we, as we were hoping that Todd Howard was kind of like saving everything for one of his like <laughs> nice, like deep dives that he usually does um, when, when right before, the, like very close to the launch of the game. Right. I guess that's not happening now. So it definitely sucks. But I'm, I, I'm not. I'm not necessarily crushed by it because I, I I still have yet to really know whether these games are either of these games are mm-hmm. are my are my jam yet. You know, I need to see more before I can right. before I can lament their path or lament the delay. You know. Yeah, like we're we're kind of hyped for the studio and the name at this point. Yeah, that's about it. Like it's just all reputation mm-hmm. and promises <laughs> mostly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. This kind of. This kind of means that God of War Ragnarok will, I mean, again, provided that nothing gets delayed there, because again, allegedly, a whole ton yeah. of that game, more than either of those other games, but uh, still not a ton. Uh, yeah, well, uh, this fall, so well, they've only, only one person on their team has confirmed that it's fall now, right? Like that one, <laughs> that one artist or or whatever. Yeah. Like it wasn't, it didn't even come from Corey Balrog or anyone at Sony. It's just like one of the one of the other team members just said, yeah this fall so i mean i hope I, I i i hope that, that that this isn't that this isn't a mistake um or speaking too soon um i don't Actually, know yeah, kind of think of it the uh, breath of the wild 2 got pushed out too so it's like yeah this holiday season might be cursed a little bit yeah yeah that's true or the after holiday blues will go away because we'll all have video games to play that's a good point i like that hey yeah positivity yeah. but what about the fall yeah. blues that, that sets on when we should be having all the new games we won't have any well hey hey uh oh wait when so hold on hold on i still have hope i still have hope for okay. Gotham knights 
Yeah, it looks I good. That that looks good. Yeah. And what's confirmed funny, now, yeah. it, what's funny about that is that they seem to be pretty tight with Xbox right now. Mm-hmm. Like Microsoft could literally can you imagine if Microsoft just said, Hey, oh by the way, it's gonna be in Game Pass. Oh. Right? That would be that would be very dun, dun. A lot of people would be <laughs> some, some people would be pissed. I do mm-hmm. get that. But imagine if they did that, right? I mean, that would kind of i don't know by the time some of these new games come out like xbox probably won't even have game pass anymore it'll be a new system (laughs) there won't even be game pass it's just all video games are free all the time it's a great future i live in it's a great future i live in just sign in blood on the dotted line you know (laughs) sign your life away yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Just hand uh, or just hand fill um just hand fill Spectre a uh, fifty dollar bill each month as you go by and yeah, yeah right. it'll be fine, yeah. totally fine. Yeah, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> Step on up. I mean, Sony's increasing their their prices, so Xbox would be like, hey, now you now you have to pay for backward compatibility too. Hooray! Oh, <laughs> no, that'd be that'd yeah. be a big step. That would be a huge step. Yeah. Do you but think yeah, this... it's, it's just? Yeah. Oh, go, ahead. go ahead. No, no. I guess I'm just reiterating the question that we're already asking: is Do you guys really think that that this this might that this will hurt them? Do you, do you, you know? No, I don't. Uh, I don't think that. Yeah. We're all gonna whine about it for the next year. We're gonna be mm-hmm. pissed off, and then we're all gonna go out and buy it, mm-hmm. <laughs> or or not buy it, but play it on Game Pass. And, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like I was talking to somebody else about this earlier today, and it's like you know they say Halo Infinite's doing really well, but I mean mm-hmm. you could also say conversely that's also the worst selling Halo and effort in the series because it's people don't have to buy it, right? Like right. the way Xbox is doing business now, it's just a di- it's a different model yeah. altogether, right? Yeah. They're not trying to move like software units. They're not trying to do that. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's yeah they're just playing a different kind of game altogether at this point. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it's hard to kind of compare them in that way, mm-hmm. but I mean, yeah, it's, it's not going to help sell Series X's though. That it's that you know these yeah. games aren't going to be there, right? Like, mm-hmm. so well, I think at this point, mm-hmm. oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. You're good. No, you're mm-hmm. Good. Oh. I guess I was just going to say at this point though, it seems that right now, what's more important important for xbox is that they just and microsoft is that they just make sure that there are units available to buy yeah right because there are other games that people that will, that will be turn people on to po- the possibility okay. of buying a console i wasn't sure where you're going with that <laughs> hey nothing he was making a bad joke you're fine oh <laughs> just let it go just let it go um yeah look way yeah. to kill the conversation brendan that's my job <laughs> My job. I was, yeah, I was going to just going to say like I'm hearing from like retail and stuff that it's the Xbox Series X is a little harder to come by because it's not being stocked as often like right. compared to like PS5s which are just coming in and going out like immediately. So right. yeah. So do we mark our calendars now then and just ex- like predict the shortage of systems around the beginning of 2023? Is that what we're doing? Starfield's coming. Everybody buy. That and it's also like we're still in a shortage of units too, right? I'm thinking worse. Like back, it's not as bad as it was at the beginning. Mm. Like they can be found; it just takes a little more effort before. Yeah, I think that's correct. Mm. Yeah. 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 Unless you want a Series S, in which case you can pretty much just you know walk into any store and get one. I think at this point, I've been buying that one up. Seems to be like I don't know why it's a good system. Yeah. yeah, I, I think if you don't if you don't care about things like 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 4K or 
or or or 120 frames per second. I mean, you can get 120 frames per second on some um, titles in Series S, but I would mm. say overall, if you just want to play the darn game, it seems like a very viable. A, a very viable option for a lot of people like it's probably one of the smartest moves that microsoft's made in quite yeah. some time if you ask me it, it makes it so it made it so that people wanting to get into the nukes generation mm. could right. and because the series x takes so much more resources to produce yeah. the series s was kind of an option that kind of got people in the, the foot in the door Right. Also, it's great. So, if you ever want to buy a Series X, the Series S goes into the guest room. The Series X goes in the main room, and you're good to go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, sure enough. Yeah, yeah. I've been considering getting one. Yeah, yeah. It, it seems like a good deal too for like parents. Like, like yeah. if you have young kids, like you know, you don't want to be buying an eighty dollar game every you know two weeks or a month if yeah, your yeah. kids are yeah. firing through them or not liking the games they do have. Yeah, especially so, as they're getting older like chris you and i our kids are the same age i can imagine right now they're playing fortnite but in three weeks they're gonna be like call of duty you know so True. i mean if my parenting doesn't completely crash yeah. i won't let that happen but <laughs> they go through everything so quickly at that age and mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, go Game Pass. Have fun. Even I have Game Pass so that my son can play whatever he wants on the Xbox. Right? Makes sense. It's like yeah, the equivalent it's... of going to Blockbuster. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but there's but but the charm of walking to the store as a kid with a five dollar bill in your hand to go pick a game oh, that's just not there anymore. For me, it was my family owned a restaurant and there was a Blockbuster right down the street. So like I'd go to work with my mom for the day and I'd go down Black Blockbuster and pick out. It was always Donkey Kong, just for the record. Always, yeah. <laughs> always. bought my game three times over. The how many times you rented it? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, so many rentals. <laughs> so that's my memory. <laughs> and then the Seven Eleven. There was a Seven Eleven. That's fair. <laughs> they yeah. have to go together. Definitely. Totally weird tangent here, but I was, I was, I was saying to my daughter recently, like you don't understand how great it is that you have access yeah. to every single episode of a show that you like. Mm. If I or is to it watch, so bad? Like so bad. <laughs> I just like I was thinking about like you know watching Power Rangers as a kid in the nineties or whatever. Like you you miss an episode and like they have five new powers and like one character will be replaced and it's like what the hell did I miss? Like, Who are all these people? <laughs> I just be able to like sit different. down and, and watch all of a thing without yeah. commercials whenever you want to. It's just like the no commercials you know. is nice because like the <laughs> second I find something with commercials, I notice the bad that comes from it. Hey mom, can I have that? I'm like, ah, it's been one commercial. How did they get you so quick? <laughs> Lord. The hooks yeah. are in, right? Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, like and, and again, same thing with Game Pass, right? Like you can be so spoiled that like you have this amazing library of stuff and just like, ah, oh, this is bored, delete, download something else, right? Yeah. 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 Well, well, I, or they can kids have incredible them. bandwidth. Kids have incredible <laughs> bandwidth. I don't I personally I think my head would have exploded. <laughs> if I'd had the selection that I that we I have on Game Pass that I that yeah. I compared to what I had when I was a kid, no, I I don't know how I would I would I would, I would do what I do when I go to watch Netflix. You turn it on and you're like, mm, okay, and then you end up going, you know what? I feel tired. I'm going to go to bed, and you don't end up playing yeah. anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah. times have changed, but uh, it's a great time. Oh, great time. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Moving along, though, uh, Car, Car, you were reviewing. Uh, I'm probably gonna say this wrong. I, Iuden Chronicles. Yeah, Iuden Chronicles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So how Iuden is that? Chronicle Rising. Um, it's a 
it was an interesting. It's a fun. It's a fun game. Um, I, I think where it's a little, how it might be a little confusing, right? Is that Ayunin Chronicle, um, the, I guess the franchise as they're calling it. This mm-hmm. is supposed to be a spiritual successor to the Suikoden series. Suikoden, yeah, with your Japanese, yeah, Suikoden or Suikoden, yeah, that works, yeah. And that is basically a a popular RPG uh, franchise. That was mm-hmm. uh, that that came out at the beginning of the PlayStation era on, and it was basically exclusive right. to PlayStation mostly, and and most of the games in that franchise. I think there's like at least five proper titles um, that were uh, were released basically on PlayStation systems. Though there is some crossover with other systems here and there, and mm-hmm. um, and the big deal about that franchise was that it it it, it focused on a uh, I'm not I guess it was a Chinese novel. Mm-hmm. and uh or a myth or a myth i wouldn't say it's a myth it's based on a chinese novel and it started like 108 bandits and so in this one in yes in Sukhoiden, you got 108 heroes and so you had a party that kind of that evolved as the game um uh went on and you had all these different types of characters in the game and basically uh Yudin chronicle 100 heroes is a game that's coming out next year um from the, many of the same numbers who were part of the, the Suikoden team. And I guess somewhere between when they announced, they originally announced it and hit all their Kickstarter goals and all the other stuff, they, they decided to also re- announce a, uh, a new, uh, basically a spinoff at uh, Microsoft's, uh, okay. one of the most recent showcases um, called Union Chronicle uh, Rising. And this is an action RPG um uh that uh, that takes place uh before the events of um of 100 heroes hmm. okay. and what's different about this is that it, it's a completely different genre it's action it's an action rpg um it basically focuses on only three characters um it it is a it also is uh uh, 2D it also involves 2D platforming. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game is two-dimensional essentially, and it moves. Basically, you move instead of like traveling across world maps or whatever and getting into getting into battles uh, or or turn-based battles. You're you're basically uh, running around, hitting, slashing, jumping, platforming across these um, uh, across these 2D stages that operate a lot more like um, how dragons. If, if anyone remembers Dragon's Crown. Yeah, yeah. Basically, every area is like a is like a piece of artwork, and you have mm-hmm. paths coming in and out. And then if you want, and and eventually those paths, that, which originally window dressing, um, mm-hmm. unlock as you get further in the game, and then you can go to new areas, and fight new enemies. And yeah, it's uh, it's an okay game. It's just, but it, what's weird about it is just that, it's just that it the, the it doesn't seem to do any for me anyway. It doesn't seem to do anything in terms of getting me excited for Hundred right. Heroes next year. It's a it's a different game, and it's so if, for people style, that kickstarted you know, for people that kickstarted the um, when it when it was on Kickstarter. There you mm-hmm. go. Um, yes. Are they getting this game as well, or are they only getting the um, the games coming out next year? I could be wrong, but not to my knowledge. I, oh, I did the research. I looked at the I look I checked out the the Kickstarter page, looked mm-hmm. at what awards they had. At that time, they didn't this game wasn't even mentioned. 
So I think the first time anyone even heard about it, as far as I know, right, was at the Xbox, the, the Xbox showcase from a, uh, a year or so ago. Mm-hmm. So, or actually, I think it was just a year ago. So mm-hmm. it just kind of came out of nowhere. And, and I remember when at the time watching that, uh, that, that introduction and going, okay like i mean i was more excited for the game that's coming out uh, two years from now but right. okay i'll take a game that's coming out a year from now sure but sure. <laughs> the style of the, the style of the game like in terms of like the, the the artwork the gameplay everything about it is just it's a very different game from from what 100 heroes is shaping up to be based on what right what you can see on the internet right now and I'm kind of even the art style. Like the art style is not doesn't resemble. They don't they don't really look the same. I mean maybe, I mean and I'm talking about in game artwork, not like uh, not not promotional posters or whatever or character or character mm-hmm. pinups or whatever. And yeah, I just it, it, I've just I'm just kind of left me left me a little puzzle after playing um, playing um, Rising, you know like what was the purpose right. you know um it, 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 hasn't, it hasn't decreased it it hasn't increased it oh there's a good question i still don't know because oh. they, i couldn't find the price of that thing when actually yeah i guess we can find out now but uh yeah it was they basically had the price on the wraps um up until right before launch hmm. see you then so like narratively did it seem to be like laying any groundwork or anything or it's, uh, it's hard to tell we haven't it ultimately starts game, to right? get there but it's it ultimately starts to get there because but being that the game is going to star over a hundred characters right. it doesn't really <laughs> have that much impact like it really doesn't have any impact the main character of this game is not the main character of the of the of, of the of the next game it's so weird. you're okay. like well, so 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 you're in the end you're like so what Right, uh, yeah, like, a grand, like a grandfather or something. Yeah, like it's weird. Yeah, but okay. Here's one. There is one thing that, oh, there are a couple of things that I that I think that are that. that I mean, I, I I certainly would not be harsh to a game if it was just that. But right. two things that that a Uden Chronicle Rising does that so far as I can tell, the, mm-hmm. the the next game will not. One is that is that. Basically, the the way that the plot the, the story moves along, it's very tedious. It's a lot of a lot of dialogue that's rather uh, that's rather childish, and it's just you. Just, it just seems like you're just eating time, like like um, like skipping through prompts to get to the next thing, right? And there's a lot of fetch quests and going back and forth and retreading across the same areas, fighting the same bosses to get new resources to complete mm-hmm. to complete missions. It's very rote, kind of kind of stuff oh. for an action rpg and that that's actually kind of disappointing yeah it is it, it was disappointing for me too i was thinking that i was expecting it to be more like dust or dragon's mm-hmm. crown or i'm sorry dust i mean when i say dust, I mean, dust elysian tale or um that but uh yeah that was one thing and the other thing is is that 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 kind of works against it is that it uses a, an animation style that is very pot that seems to be very popular it's not new but it seems to be more popular in um in mobile games now where i don't know what it's called but it's basically like you instead of you have a character you have the sprite the character sprite but instead yeah. of actually animating making unique frames of animation for each frame of an action what they do instead is that they just rotate or manipulate parts of the sprite 
to kind of to, to make it to create the illusion of motion. So it's it's kind of like like if you remember remember watching Monty Python, mm-hmm. and you have the paper cutouts moving around like awkwardly <laughs> across the across the landscape, yeah. you know, on the Holy Grail or whatever. I remember that. Like that. Well, it's kind of like that, right? Um, so basically, the artwork is kind of is being manipulated to in uh, in a way that. To, to make it look like it's moving similar to um uh that other game that came out astria ascending that okay, other yeah. game that came out same idea except astria ascending does it way better oh. um I, at least in my opinion you know it's it's all subjective but essentially i hate that kind of that kind of animation style it's like cheating to me and but but it's not really executed very well in this game then if you if you compare it to if you compare it to what 100 heroes looks like it's like night and day they don't do that at all so you're again i'm just feeling like the connection the the the, the dna the connective tissue between this prequel and the, and and the the other game are not coming together so oh, you know it's just it's just a missed opportunity really it's not that it's a bad game it's just more that it it doesn't do anything to hype the game up for me than right. any more than it already was it doesn't necessarily hurt it either it's just sort of like eh, why yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. that's what i aim for eh. yeah yeah i'm i'm, I'm very that's curious cool. to see what like what you'll think of the actual like of actual iodine chronicle when it comes out I, i'm still excited for it i'm still like, excited based on what i've seen i, I i'm 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 excited for it i feel i get i get the nostalgia feels just seeing it mm-hmm. you know so i'm looking forward to it you know this has like, no bearing like, on that you know i think like maybe halfway through the game like something will click and it's like that's the thing from rising yeah <laughs> like, yeah it all makes sense well, you know, well, the great thing about it, I mean, I, I know this is pretty much obvious here, but um, both Uden Chronicle uh, Rising and the Uden Chronicle 100 Heroes are going to be launching on, or, or well, have launched and will launch right. on Xbox Game Pass. So mm. anybody who is interested in trying it out and maybe doesn't want to necessarily, you know, like lay down money for it before they try it out, you can absolutely do that on Xbox Game Pass, oh, cool. and that's a perfect way to find out whether it's for you or not. Well, that's not bad. Right. It's one big advantage, yeah. yeah. It's, it's funny, like you mentioned, the nostalgia too, and like I didn't play Sukiden in its own time, mm-hmm. but I remember reading about it. And when you mentioned there was 108 heroes, I had this like rush back to like reading about, like, oh god, that sounds so cool! I gotta play this mm-hmm. game. I just never did. Yeah. And yeah. why isn't why I I I I I just realized they haven't re-released the original games like at all. It's weird. No, like, yeah, there they are haven't. Gets touched up, but well, I've actually—it's funny you mention that because I've actually been trying to play through the first Sukoyden on my Vita. Right. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's basically—it's available. It's—it's it's still you can still purchase it on, as an as a PS Classic game. Right. And I guess there, I, right? I don't know whether that I, I suppose that means that depending on how this whole thing with the the, the new PlayStation Plus tiers and all that work, I suppose mm-hmm. that if you get the ultimate tier. Uh, which was what was it called again? Is it like I, uh, like ultimate premium? I, I think it's premium. premium. I think it's yeah, called yeah, premium. Yeah. So if you get premium, I'm assuming unless something changes, that th- that you should be able to play it that way through either. I, I, I'm assuming that it's through emulation, not just streaming, because I think that they said PS One games would actually be playable via like like emulation rather than just streaming. But it, who knows? I may it may depend on the title. But that might be one way to play that, and so so you can play the original Sequoian games on if you have a PS3 or or a Vita or that's true. I yeah. I had forgotten they had them on the uh, classics line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Yeah. Fingers crossed that uh, all those classics do jump over, but yeah, they haven't said yet. Right. And there's no reason why a PS1 game shouldn't be like downloadable. I have no idea. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Yeah, the PS3 could do it for crying out loud. Like, yeah, yeah, it should be able to. It should work, but we'll yeah. see how we'll see how they how they parse how they parcel it out, right? But it's like a month away, so we got to be pulling the lid back soon. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, there was one last thing actually that you wanted to kind of show us here. Uh, oh, tell us about yes. the Sega Astro City Mini. Okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm doing a lot of talking today. Um, oh. Yeah, we probably should have split you up a little bit, but it's a good yeah. thing I like your voice. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. I'll try not to make this. I'll try to keep this quick. Um, <laughs> I guess people may. Was it last year or the year before? But Sega celebrated its 60th um, anniversary, and they really they had a couple of um, they had an event, several events throughout the year, kind of celebrating that. And um, one of them was that they released a, a device called the, uh, the the Sega the Sega Astro City Mini, which was like a um, basically a small um, replica of their big arcade machines that you'll yeah. see in Japanese arcades. And it just so happens that um, a friend of mine actually bought one of these for me. Um, as we hadn't seen each other since the since the pandemic started, and we were kind of this was kind of like a makeup gift for like birthdays, missed birthdays, and and uh, and uh, and Christmas and all that. And I'd gotten him something too, and um, it, but I was shocked. I had no idea that, that, that he runs a game store, and um, so he kind of has more access to this kind of stuff. But I had no idea he was going to do this. Um, anyway, I have the device here. This. Is, Wait, give him a better screen, basically. Brendan. Okay, doing that now. Okay, all right. Hey. Okay. Oh, much better. <laughs> there we go. So this is the thing, right? And yeah, yeah I, I, I just, he just gave it to me a couple of days ago. I was completely shocked. Um, and basically it has 37 titles on it. And the important thing for me here is that the reason why I love this thing so much is because is because I was in the back in the day, I was a Sega arcade kid. I was not, okay. I was, even though I had a Genesis, I wasn't crazy about it. Like, um, I was more into the arcade games and I was more about game, getting perfect replications of those. And this is probably the closest thing that you're going to have. There are even hmm. games on here that were never released in any other format. Hmm. So, for example, uh, the, the third um the third game in the uh the golden axe series which is golden axe revenge of death adder was released only in arcades um and it is available on this device so <laughs> there's that so and um and even get yes yes all right you can, give me the controller. This, you this can talk while you open it yes i, I want to yes. see it <laughs> the okay, controller right. actually looks really cool moving so i'm excited along. to see that moving along moving I'm along i'm excited to see it just for, just for the box itself, like it looks to be a much higher quality than most of these like rec uh, recreations you've seen lately. Like that's yeah. who we are now, judging it just by the box itself. Just it by the looks box like itself. It it's an art, mm -hmm. right? It's a sturdy box. A yeah, box would be I... good for something one day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I took out the first part. I don't know. Okay, this is just documents. Um, Read them to us. I want oh, to learn. In Japanese, <laughs> do you, really, you really want me to read Japanese to you? I um, do, actually. I feel that way. I did, I, now I do, actually, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Thank you very much for purchasing the Astro City Mini. Please read the instruction See? menu. Okay, Your blah, blah, Japanese blah, blah. is great. <laughs> no, that part was English. It's it was okay. totally fluent. I totally understood All right. that. I knew everything. <laughs> All right, Crazy. so this thing, I'm assuming this is the cables. 
Yeah, so this is, looks like an full-on HDMI cable. So there's mm -hmm. that. And probably not long enough. Um, Never and is. is. And then this is the USB cable, I believe, for charging it. Oh, yeah, I should tell you, they don't, they didn't put in, there's no adapter in the box. You still have to supply your own. That's hilarious. So Just weird. hilarious. Okay. Um, and then, let's see, here's the... The device itself. This is my. I've never opened this before, so this is just. That's fun. Oh my lord! Get this thing off. <laughs> All right. Yeah, watch me drop it. Watch me drop and break it. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Good streaming. <laughs> okay, I think I finally got it. There we go. So this is the. This is it. Mm -hmm. It's right. so cute. Yeah, and I, I think. Want to press the buttons. Yeah, I mean, we all want to press those like, buttons. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, they're quite nice. Mm -hmm. Small, yeah, mm -hmm. and then um, yeah. So you've got your HDMI cable. You got two USB cables. I'm assuming that's for like controllers, um, headphone jack, and and the DC in. So I guess that's the uh, yeah, that would be the power. Yeah, and then on and off switch. You know, doesn't get more basic than that. Interesting. So. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I was not expecting it. I'm going to tell you, it's, it's, it, this is the limited, uh, by the way, this is the limited run version of it. So rather mm -hmm. than an import from Japan. So I guess it's kind of like the localized import. That's cool. That's yeah. exciting. Anyway, yeah. So this will be, maybe this will be on like an, like an upcoming, like what you've been playing discussion. Yes. Really cool. right. Yeah. Stream that thing. Yeah. We'll see what it's like. Yeah. Thank you for so, indulging like me. No problem. How does that Consider like keypad uh, feel like compared to like the actual like arcade from like 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 a cable that seem like smaller or is that about the same size? Wow, I don't know. I mean, basically for me, when I when I first encountered those machines, I was living in Japan. Mm -hmm. and I was teaching English, so I was far more than a kid at that point. But um, uh, yeah, just a bit, I, just uh, a bit. yeah, just a bit. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it, it it feels nice, but it's hard to compare because those those machines are not widely available. You might find them, let's say, in a in a really fancy like uh, Chinese like Chinese right. like arcade, like Chinatown arcade. You know, the, you, okay. they would usually bring those things over, right. um, but but you know, it, it feels it feels kind of they feel the buttons feel like um, what you'd get out of uh, out of a uh, like like one of those sticks. Okay, you know, like those those arcade sticks that that Sega or you know or Hori hmm. or yeah, especially Hori, like the stick that my Hori might make. You know, hmm. proof will be in the pudding when I actually play a game on it. But who knows? Yeah, Ooh. a little muscle memory comes back. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. That's really cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, thank you for that. Thank you for You're welcome. <laughs> uh, I'm excited for show and tell. That's my favorite part. Yeah. Yeah. We got to do more of them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Show you, you my get... weird ring light. Nobody understands if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Brendan, see if you, Brendan, see if you can get in like one of those, uh, what, if you can get one of those egrets. The, the title made a, made a machine recently uh, called the egret, which I honestly think they should have called it the regret, but. <laughs> just because like come on how can you not I like it, yeah. I like it. yeah i mean with the flip out screen and everything like it actually is a screen that can go vertical or horizontal it's bizarre it's so cool why would you hmm? why oh <laughs> well, because some because if you're playing a game that's like a top like a like a vertical shooter 
where the, the, uh, like, okay, like so Mercs or, or, yeah, or Raiden or something like that, you have to be able to flip the screen. Mm-hmm. So basically the right. screen, the, it's in a squarish base, but the screen can be actually rotated to vertical versus oh, horizontal. Good, okay. so, oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, so that's, a pretty, that's pretty cool then, actually. That's... <laughs> yeah. You find it cool. Yeah. Find your stuff is cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little tired today, guys. That's fair. That's I think that's you burned yeah. it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Any uh, any last thoughts for your wrap up? For just life in general. Mm-hmm. The lesson well, yeah. is never try. That's what we decided. That's try. a bad lesson. <laughs> Thanks, Homer. Yeah, yeah. Come sleepy. on, kids. I don't want to try. Mm. You I want to go home. have snacks. That was fast. That was fast. We did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did it. There's our Simpsons reference, and uh, that's yeah. going to about do it for us for this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you'd like to read more on uh, these topics and more, you can find full coverage at cgmagonline.com. Be sure to follow CG Magazine on all the socials. Just search for CG Mag and you'll find us. Mm-hmm. And if you have any questions or comments, you can send them to podcast at cgmagonline.com. Uh, Kari, where can people find you? Um, I think you mainly you can find me on CG because I still haven't worked out my uh, worked out what I'm doing. But uh, yeah, right. you can find me at at Rosian underscore Zed. That's my uh, my handle, um, and you'll usually find me on on Xbox under that same on that same name. Um, We're all gonna creep your Xbox now. I'm hopping in left and right. You can't keep me away. <laughs> just here to hey, I could use the company, man. It's like can't <laughs> we all. Yeah. Uh, Dana. Oh, I am at the Dana Eileen on some places, and I show up here sometimes. You do sometimes, sometimes. Like every week. Well, I keep trying not to, and then like three minutes out, okay, come. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> no, mean, you offered. I didn't. I didn't. That didn't happen. <laughs> Brendan, what did you say? I think Nothing. you snuck me into this. <laughs> Dana made it. Oh, yeah. No, that sounded more like Chris we were, just called like, you. I can come in. I didn't uh-uh. realize I was calling him out, but uh, <laughs> uh, Brandon, where people find you? He's in trouble. Uh, B526 and all the socials. And mm. in trouble, apparently. Mm. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at Hoogathy or here on Twitch at Guild Sutaps. Uh, thanks for joining us, everybody, and we'll catch you next week. All right.